Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, the 8th of July, and a fabulous morning this morning. Can't think why. Oh, yes. England 2, Denmark 1. You'll see there's a bit of a meme going around in the UK with scenes of English soccer fans hugging each other that it's coming home, but they don't mean the Euro 2020 Cup. They mean the Delta variant. Social distancing policies seem to have gone out of the window in the UK temporarily. Well, who can blame them? 55 years since England won a major European championship. The final is at 5am Monday morning our time, 8pm on Sunday evening in Europe. And that is a decent enough segue into the charts in the strategy piece today of new confirmed cases, which are rising in the UK, Russia, England, South Africa and Spain, amongst others. Still dropping in the United States, it has to be said. Death numbers are flat in Spain, UK and England. It seems countries that have been properly vaccinated are avoiding deaths. Meanwhile, South Africa and Russia are seeing increases in death numbers. That aside, we've seen a record high for the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq overnight. The FOMC minutes created a lot of quotes. Two of the main ones were that substantial progress has not yet been made on Fed targets, but tapering conditions are likely to be met earlier than anticipated. Bond yields took another dive, and interestingly, I've got charts in the strategy piece today of not just the US 10-year bond yield dropping, but also the French 10-year bond yield, Canadian, UK, German. German bond yields are negative already. France is heading from positive to negative, but the point is that all global bond yields are dropping away and the suggestion is that bond yields globally are telling you that growth is about to die and the peak everything theme is getting a bit of mileage in the news wires peak inflation peak growth peak stimulus peak interest rates peak recovery momentum and in australia peak australian dollar let's hope that doesn't after an 80 percent plus rally in the msci world index the chart was in the strategy piece yesterday after an 80% plus rally in the MSCI World Index from last year's low. Let's hope it's not also peak stock market. Other things going on today. Oil price sliding still. It's down about 4% in a week, down overnight. But there are hopes the OPEC plus talks will be back on soon, which should firm it up a little bit. The interest rate drop overnight is being blamed on the Delta variant, getting some traction, dwindling inflation risks and the Fed hawkishness. European Central Bank announces a strategy review tonight. Philip Lowe gives a speech today. The US results season is around the corner and our results season is at the end of the month. A couple of stock stories today. Someone's taken a 4% stake in Zip. Z1P thought to be another buy now pay later player from Europe. Henry's talking in his piece about the sector having to consolidate at some point. Too many players. There's lots of press about Apollo and Athene. Have I pronounced that right? Taking a stake in Challenger. Will they bid for it? My guess is no. If you're going to bid for a company, you don't pump up the price first by announcing you've bought a stake. Although it has to be said, if you look at the Challenger chart, this is not exactly a high even after the spike it had yesterday. It's still a long-term low, so maybe they will. In further M&A, Premier Investments have taken a stake in Maya. This is Solly Lou, of course, taking a stake in his old hunting ground, Maya. He seems very emotionally 
attached to the company. I don't think he wants to buy it, so don't expect a bid, not if he can avoid it. Meyer have said they're open to board representation from Premier, which means Solly Lou might end up back on the board of Meyer. He doesn't want to buy it, he wants control. If you look at the chart of Meyer, you do have to ask, is this, which is possibly the most disastrous Australian large IPO in history, is this the bottom management change? Possibly. Technically, it's bottoming anyway. You'll see some charts in the strategy piece today. Right, the strategy summary is no change, still fully invested. The idle chatter on the desk this morning did include the unscientific, predictably human response to another record high in the US, which was the comment that a correction is coming. I don't know when, but it's coming. It's not an explosive event that cracks a dam. It's the constant build-up of pressure over a long period of time, of water at a height. That's what cracks the dam. You don't need a reason for the first drop to fall other than that and there is certainly a lot of stock market water at height at the moment. We won't predict when it cracks, if it cracks. With the central banks holding the dam together, it could last for years but we are going to check for cracks every day. For today, looks fine. Right, a couple of other quick things in the strategy piece. I have long-term respect for Shane Oliver as an economist. He has been around the traps. He covers a lot of ground which says me and you covering it as well. He puts out a weekly email. He's got a good list today of positives and negatives for the market and does say about the negatives that these negatives have the potential to cause a correction in share markets. No economist is going to time the market terribly well. But Mr. Conservative is mentioning the possibility after some strong gains with the US shares up 94% from the low, global shares up 83%, Australian shares up 60 60% from last year's low. He is acknowledging that a correction, albeit short term, he calls it, is possible. He says equity markets are no longer unambiguously cheap. The easy gains are likely behind us. Delta and beta variants could see global COVID cases heading up again. Central banks are starting to back away from ultra, ultra easy monetary policy. The Fed is flagging earlier rate rises than previously thought. The RBA is starting to taper. Fiscal policy or stimulus has peaked. Geopolitical tensions between China and Western countries continue, which could be a potential flashpoint, I suppose. And snap lockdowns are la- likely to continue in Australia until we catch up on vaccinations. So reasons for the market to have a correction are there. It's just a question whether it actually happens. Right, lastly, rather than the, rather a long article in the strategy piece today about the psychology of investors. There are eight investor types, only two success. Have a read of the article and work out which one you are, depending on your personality. Are you exuberant, dependent, relaxed, docile, hostile, anxious, disdainful, or bored? Hopefully, with the help of that article, you can pigeonhole yourself and work out that you are either a good investor, the best investor is a relaxed investor, by the way, or whether you're a rubbish investor. Have a read of the article, see if you can spot yourself. Right, that's about it. Dow futures giving us no real lead down 23 we had a good day yesterday up 65 the futures this morning were up 11 and the market is up 44 over 100 points in 24 hours sydney airport still going up up 3.2 percent as i say macquarie thought to be possibly interested in buying them 
energy and gold a bit flat. Resources doing nicely. BHP and Rio up 2.4%, 1.7%. The banks all inching slightly up. It's all very positively bland today. You have a fabulous day and I will speak to you, not tomorrow, next week. Thank you.